Welcome to Go Home Heat, a wrestling podcast. My man, Jared, is here, and we are going to mow through what was a great couple of episodes. I thought they were great episodes oh, yeah. of AEW. I thought, Very easy to watch. I, I really thought Rampage, I won't say it felt like an afterthought before, because they did try to ra- ratchet it up a little bit mm-hmm. at the Out There at Stadium shows. This Rampage was really, really good. It was off the chain. Yeah, right? What I perceive as you said before, they either self-correct or the plan isn't as obvious, and so it's a surprise. Either way, I personally believe Tony reads comments and says, hey, there is a point to this and, 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 and follows along with it in order to keep his audience engaged, which I think is a great concept. Oh, for sure. And I think that that is what people do in all businesses that are successful. Starting with Rampage, we start out with the Elite versus Jurassic Express. Christian Cage, Brian Danielson are there. Mm-hmm. And what a match. You enjoyed it. Jeez Louise. They let, they let that one breathe. It was hot. Jungle Boy was the star of the match, I felt. Mm-hmm. They always give him some really dope spots, and the Young Bucks are so incredible to work with. They just Every time he's in there with the Young Bucks, it's just perfect. Totally agree. Totally agree. And he, he came out here. I mean, he did get... Need in the head four times, but I do believe he was the star of that match out of everyone. Right, right. The finish. Jungle Boy eats four knees to the head. He gets pinned. Elite win. Not surprising, but again, I feel like he was the star in that match. So I think even out and Dean. Oh, nobody was. Nobody looked bad. Christian got uh, injured outside the ring in cafe, so he was unable to help. They wind up getting, they create a numbers game. They take advantage of a numbers game. This is what the elite is very good at. It works completely. What was that spot on Rampage? There was one with the Matt, uh, excuse me, Nick Jackson versus Brian Danielson match where mm-hmm. he like kicks Cutler in the face. That spot was hilarious. Right. I just thought of that. I'm like, <laughs> that was, it was just, he just two, smokes him. Two Rampages ago. Yeah. Yeah. Two Rampage. Yeah. Okay. Last week's Rampage. He's a fool. Cutler, so they, entertaining. they've allowed him to, yeah, he has really done well there in those scenarios. Now, Mox winds up giving, uh, a, Mox and Punk do back-to-back promos here. Both of them very good. I love the Mox one. Mox continues to allude to the fact that these new people that have piggybacked on top of what I've built here aren't going to take over my company. And he, and he's, he's setting up the fact that we have this huge match at the end where you're going to have uh, a ladder match to determine a number one contender. He is very much setting up something post that though, because oh, for sure. you feel him eventually having to deal with punk, deal with Brian, deal with Christian, everybody that comes in Miro, probably all these guys will have to deal with him. I would, I almost expect Miro to be next for him because yeah. Miro kind of doesn't have something to do. And then Dude, as that, soon as he's done with that Sammy match was so fire, by the way, Dude, congratulations, Sammy. Congrats, Sammy. Again. I so, I, I, that match, I went into it. I got spoiled on it mm-hmm. uh, just because it took me a while to watch it. So that's yeah. only fair. Right. I got spoiled on it. But that whole time, I was like, man, even in the match, I was thinking like, wow. You know, he's getting a lot of offense in, but I think Miro's going to come back here. And they kept building offense, and he kept building it. That last, like, that last spike was so crazy. The crowd was so into it. I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. Right, right. So cool. 
I thought it was well done as well. Now, Sammy Guevara and Bobby Fish winds up being the match next. Punk gave this your standard, what standard for him lately. I'm glad to be here. He did tell the, the unique story of his own where he goes into Philly and wrestles and becomes who he is. I, I, Spiritually rich and all that he was talking. Well, in the, I, I remember Seth said he went to the wrestling school and auditioned and Punk was the guy who was running that wrestling school that he was talking about. And then Seth ran out of money and yeah. couldn't be in the school after he made That's it. Crazy. But, but what if, what if, right? But well, it just, for both Probably of them, wouldn't he be that different, honestly? Right. They just would have. He was. He would have gotten there early. Fast, yeah, faster. Yeah. Right. But you wind up having Punk again selling. I'm here for you, and you have given me life, and that is a cool thing. He takes off the tinny. He talk. This is all to to kind of show the every man he has the Air Jordans on, and then he takes them, he removes them, and hands them to a kid in the crowd because that's not who he is. Yes. He's not an Air Jordan guy. He's a, you know, fl- Converse. Not, Nike Flex, whatever. Or, or they have flat shoes, right? The, the Converse All-Stars or the Vans, that kind of thing. Oh, Vans for sure. Yeah. And so he winds up alluding to these things, and then he challenges Garcia. I kind of at first was like, Garcia, and then I thought, well, you know, that's going to be really good, and we'll get to it, but it's fantastic. Now, Sammy has a great match with Bobby Fish. Bobby is healthy right now. He's wrestling great. You love this match? Match was great. I think Bobby Fish is uh, one of the underrated people who were in Undisputed Era. Right. Well, he was hurt a lot. He was hurt. He gets hurt, like, a lot. Right. the unfortunate part. With no house shows and with no... um. No, no, he doesn't have to be on TV yeah. every week. Yeah. He might could really be in a good spot here because he's going to wrestle next week, but then he might get some more time off. And that allows him to stay in physical shape by going into the gym and avoiding injury. Yes. Which I think is per- perfect for him. Sammy, this is perfect for Sammy. Oh, yeah. Great. I get to go out there. I have the TV title, basically. I can perform every week. I can show you who I am as a performer. Crowd's super hot for him. The great thing about pro wrestlers that are great wrestlers mm-hmm. is all you have, as Adam Cole said in a promo on NXT, all you got to do to make me special is ring the bell. And Sammy is that guy. And having a TNT title, Rob Van Dam was the, is the most famous TV champion I can remember. Yeah. And he was, when he was the television champion and he was defending the title every week, he was more important than a world champ. And, he was there every week putting on bangers. Right. He's the workhorse. He's omnipresent. Those guys make the company feel special, the workhorses. And yes. Sammy can be that guy's young. He he can they have a huge roster full of people he can fight and and go over and, and give us this neat little run. I'm excited for this portion of portion not, of the program. Not make it even look bad as well. Oh no. It absolutely won't look bad. But in the aftermath, we have America's uh, I, I top team. I skipped this. I didn't watch any of this. <laughs> Well, Dan Lambert is, is literally skippable. I just, I don't care how, I don't care. He could go out there and read me the winning lottery numbers and I would skip it. What's laughable is Chris Jericho clearing a ring full of MMA fighters. Yeah. I, I, fast forward, <laughs> I saw that and I was like, I'm glad I skipped this. Like, and then they start going back and forth. And I'm just like, man, I, I that will not care less. That will turn into a match next week in Miami. I will skip it as well. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm being, I'm like, all right. I hate to be overly negative about that, but it does nothing for me. I think Ethan Page and Scorpio are trapped. I don't think Dan Lambert has anything interesting to say. I don't think Chris Jericho is doing anything interesting in this feud, playing MMA 
It's Chris Jericho's not like a tough guy. I don't know. That's that's crazy to me. He wears leather. I guess. He carries a baseball bat around, I guess. The acclaim. Do a little rundown of Penta and Phoenix as they will be getting them on Rampage. We'll get to that. Women's mid-card title is announced. I'm excited about that. I feel like, again, what we what we hope we have with Sammy, you put that belt on a workhorse, let them work every week. It gives your, first of all, it makes sure you have a wrestling match every week. Yes. That isn't Brit. And it makes sure, and it also will allow Brit to be special. Because she doesn't have to defend every couple of weeks in order to keep the women's division alive. Yes, God, amid, they amid, need more women's matches. It right. Was, it was but what they've given us is good this them. week, especially. I didn't like the Sheeta match. You didn't? Okay. I love Dee. Dee is a absolutely top-tier wrestler. She's so good. Sheeta is still not good at striking. Okay. Her knees look terrible. I, I don't mean – she looks better overall. She's doing more athletic things, but her striking still just sometimes looks like nothing. I don't know. But Dave is a Dave is a bona fide star. Right. Now we do wind up having Darby bear his soul to us again, which I thought was I've heard the story from him before, so when yes. he when he tells us the story, it didn't hit me the same way, but I get why they went back to it because of MJF bringing it up. Yes. Okay, Darby Allen was <laughs> JR like just sat there. Oh my God. I thought it was funny. Dude. <laughs> Teresa walks in and she's like, oh, JR sitting there in his Adidas tracksuit just looking. Yeah. Oh, that was funny. Yeah. yeah, right. Darby Allen. I love these sit down interviews with JR though. Anytime yeah. he does that with young talent, it's, it's, I feel like it's special. Just the way he talks to them is so, uh, I don't know. It's nice. Like he is talking Men- them from a place of like respect Men- to them. Mentorish too. Mentorish. Yes. Right. Um, the, you have this road ahead of you. Why don't you tell me how you're going to get there? Yes, you know, it's, it's a good, I don't know, it's just such a good platform every time he does it. Of course. Darby Allen versus, how do you say it, Camarado? Uh, Nick, yeah, Nick Camarado. The berserker. Yes, big old fella. The modern berserker. Darby winds up going over him fairly easily. QT attacks Sting. Sting no-sells it. Totally no-sells it. Puts him down. Loved it. Listen, he's here to play the hits. Stissies. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what. I, there's a movie called... Uh, Oh, shoot, I can't remember. The Chef. The Chef. And the the guy that directed the Iron Man movies, uh, what's his name? He's fantastic. I never remember his name. Anywho. He's in it? He's the, he's the lead. He directs it. Oh, uh, and, I know you're talking And about. his his owner, he's kitchen, he's a chef, and his owner is telling him that, you know, we're not going to do something special for this uh, cr- critic, uh, internet critic, early on blogger, right? But he got real popular in Los Angeles. Yeah. And, of course, the chef gets all mad because why can't I do something out of the box? That's what got me to where I'm at. And he's like, look, the Rolling Stones don't go out there and play the deep cuts. The Rolling Stones go out there and play the hits. That's what people want. We're on a, we're, we're, we're on a four-hour wait tonight because you play the hits. That's Sting right now. Absolutely. You know, he's out. The reason why you're still here isn't because you can still go. Even though you have proven to us, you can still go. The reason you're here is to give me the death drop, to give me the baseball bat swing every now and then. Let me know you're, you know. And mentor. Mentor is a big thing right now. It's company. I think that's all. That's a positive. Of course. I just think it's, it's like across the board, a positive. AW is doing a lot of things right. Absolutely. Now, the FTW chant, Ricky. Darks was going to challenge. It's funny too when you watch this. Sometimes you can forget that the episode is. If you're a fan, if you're there, it's three hours. 
Yes. So when he's when he says, "I'm going to challenge you at Rampage," you got you got to remember the crowd's That's popping. Right, the crowd's popping because they're going to see it in a little bit. Right, same thing with I Punk gotta, earlier. Yeah, I got to remind myself of that when it comes to Rampage or Dynamite, where I'm like, "Oh wait, yeah, I'm like." The crowd wants to see you wrestle, but it's it's Wednesday and you're wrestling on Friday, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's taped, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> right. Now we did get a little Dark Orders back together thing. I thought was cute. But I then, it was cute. Then we go to Dante Dante Martin, and he challenges the whole locker room. Lights go out. Malachi Black. This is awesome. I'm very excited for this. Right. This is cool. Right. I, I think Malachi Black is just dope. I think Dante Martin is uh, one of the new pillars they have. Mm-hmm. Back when we were tired, MJF was talking about the pillars a couple weeks ago. It's like him, Darby, Ricky, uh, Dante, Darby, Ricky, MJF, Dante, uh, Jungle Boy, mm-hmm. like of those guys, the young stars. I think they're all phenomenal. Right, right. I, and I do kind of put Dante there. They put him in a lot of uh, prominent positions in recent times. I think this is especially is a prominent position. Well, and to your point, later on, Leo Rush comes up yes. and he acts like I want to. I want to help you become who you should be, and I love it. Leo Rush is fun. Leo Rush is great. It's. It's. I know some people have like negative opinions on him for varying degrees of legitimacy. Right. There was the whole Mark Henry thing, which was dumb. Right. Uh Anyways, Leo Rush is a phenomenal. He's a great wrestler. He's a great talker. He was great with Lashley. I oh. can't, I could not believe that they ever took those two apart with how money that was. Right, right. And I baffling. Right. Show him the goods, and he would just like flexes flexes quads, glutes, <laughs> glutes and yeah, yeah, bend yeah. over and flexes glutes. And you telling me that wasn't money? <laughs> Out of your mind. Yeah, but he's great in having him in this situation. Now, if we fast forward over to Rampage, when they do, it's even better when they're all standing together. And then you have Slidell, Slidell going, hey, man, I'm I'm the goods, too. And he's like, no, you're not. Not really. And he's like, I'll show you. And so then he says, well, I'll get you a match with CM Punk, CM Punk next Rampage. week. And it's turning into the other cool things. It looks like Rampage is going to be Punk show. Perfectly fine with that. Right. Can you imagine? You get your own show. It feels he goes too, out there every week, and he's like, "I'm gonna buy y'all cheesecake." Yeah, I also almost wonder if if Punk isn't even worried about a title. Like, I don't know that the Punks and the Bryans they're so wrestle pure. Yeah, I don't know that they care about stuff like that. So I don't know that events that have, have to be right. And I don't, I don't think Christian's at a stage of his career. Like, I think he was pleasantly surprised that he ended up the Impact title. Yeah, for a yeah he's bit. just like, "Oh, hey, cool, cool, right? That's where I started. That's where I'm going." I enjoyed, yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, MJF jumps Darby outside on the way in there. This was the pinnacle, all wearing masks and stuff. Get out the limo. It's youch. Yes. Is what I'm going to say to Darby. The bump on top of the barricades has been laid down. Yeah. Darby's, he's willing. I appreciate it. Don't got to like maybe the, the lawn dart into the, the lawn dart. The roll, a lot. The roll down was okay. That I was good enough. Stacking it and I was like this. There's no padding. There's no nothing. There's this is a real bump. There's no way to take this where it doesn't hurt immensely. Right. Britt winds up. Britt Baker winds up running down the new TBS title, calling it the Cartoon Channel title because of the. And I get it. I get with the with the design saying TBS and the other design saying TNT. I totally get that. Right. And MJF going online the other day, right after that, saying she's got a point. I get all that. Also, though, her running down the title. Tells me what a big deal that title is. Yes, and that's the beautiful thing, and that's the, the where she is. That's worthy of her acknowledgement and her downplaying it. Right, makes it seem important. Right, and then also I'll be sitting here on high 
watching you peasants fight for my crumbs. And I love that part of it too, you know? I love Brit. Her crew is cool too. I want to see more Jamie Hayter on my television. Okay, now we get to the main event. Jamie Hayter needs to wrestle more. You're right. The main event. Orange Cassidy and Pac started out, and then we wind up with Andrade, Big Money Matt, Archer, and then Mox, and then, of course, the wild card being... I, I want to talk about a couple moments in the match. Lance Archer, I feel bad that he had to come out during commercial break, and just, mm-hmm. he wreaked havoc during commercial break. He was, like, tossing dudes around in picture to picture. I feel bad that that wasn't, like, on TV. Right. Someone had to be in that section. I get that. Yeah, absolutely. And that sucks. Um, but him just, like, kind of, like, sensing preemptively that Mox was about to come out was so dope. Where he's, like, setting up the ladder, and he looks over at the clock, and there's, like, 10 seconds left, and he's just, like practically giddy with excitement because he knows. I thought that was actually dope. It was great. And then, of course, we get the Joker, who's Hangman. Hangman, the popcorn was crazy. To some people's surprise, it was also... Some people's surprise. It was also... um, I was surprised. Fantastic. It was great. And then you have this great... It was... There were a lot of big moments in it. It was a car wreck. It was a, oh, yeah. Which is what these things are supposed to be. The Andrade bump on the ladder. That was... The the pop bump was nuts. I don't. That was the sunset great. power bomb, and then that horrifying uh, dead eye. Not well. The other thing about the air raid crash. Air, what what the other thing about the air raid crash is the way Hangman jumped down. The just the the positioning of them. His butt hit the table first. Yeah. Right. So normally the table would break the fall a little bit in but theory. It, but no, because it's, it's so, so Pac was like, and he just barely got his head up a little bit to where the impact was spread out on his upper back in, in close to proper placement. Like yes. it was, it was a quarter of an inch from he probably don't get up. You know what I mean? Crazy. Bump. Yeah. Was, yeah. It, of course he's all, he's all, he's all shoulders anyway, but that dude's built like a fire hydrant. Dude. Shout out to, to Andrade. When I looked, I was like, the shape of this fella is, is unreal. And he came out and he's just like, his shoulders are so massive. I was like, the shape of this dude. Now, now, what is up with this guy? Now, Hangman goes over, and that's the beautiful story. We get this full gear Omega for him. He didn't, he didn't win a title at full gear before. This is his chance to change all of that, change who he is as a character. He's separated from the Dark Order by going home for a little bit. All of this kind of works. Question. We've noticed that I, I called it self-correcting. It may have been just long-term booking, yes. all that. Andrade is the one guy we haven't self-corrected on. Yes. Yeah. He's and still it kinda... feels like it's going to happen because right now, the way it's worked, about three weeks after people start wondering, well, what about what happened to him? What happened to him? What happened to him? What happened to Sammy? Sammy gets in a couple more big things. Boom. He gets. To, what happened to this guy? He gets in a couple big things. Boom. Hangman, what's going on? Oh, Hangman's going home. Oh, we were wondering what's going on with him, and now he's going home. Oh, my God. Boom, he's in a title match. Yeah. <laughs> right? And so it feels like we're maybe a week or two away from Andrade getting a reboot or a big win somewhere in there. I think I think that's a, like a pattern with it, where it's just like sometimes they just won't have anything to do, and you're like, eh, he's kind of floundering for a while, and then right. a couple weeks later something will pop up. Well, you also have this huge wealth of talent. Crazy. Everybody yeah. needs some time. Yes. I mean, if Dan Lambert's not getting fit ten minutes. What are we doing? That wasn't that wasn't where you were going. That could have been That could have been anything. That's terrible. I don't have any like you do, but it's it's just so boring. It's just been done before. New wrestlers aren't real fighters. These are real fighters. Those dudes don't give a 
goddamn about anything that's going on. They're just just chilling, paychecking, paychecking. Uh, yeah, yeah, good for them though. It's like on, uh, on a meta level, I don't like them, but I'm like a. It should take up a lot of time. It's just well, I, I don't want to see them get their comeuppance spike with Jericho. I mean, that's right. That's the other thing, right? Who they're who they're feuding with. If, they, if it was, you've a, already forced me to like the inner circle in this feud you stuck them with with MJF when they were heels. You flipped them, right? And I get he it. Beat up the Bucks' father. Maybe he, you know, with the, how the Bucks are, maybe his dad deserved it. Agreed. MJF though, not not MJF. Sammy though, maybe doesn't get this beautiful spot with. El Fuego, if the whole thing doesn't turn. So maybe in the realm of things, this is okay, but it hurts a little. It hurts well, a little. I guess, I guess one of the other big reasons is like the payoff. If the payoff was like an Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky versus a, a talented tag team or something like that, I would be hyped. I would be, I would be like, okay. Pride and powerful. We'll get. Yes, my God. I had to stop myself from just like slamming my fist on the table, <laughs> agreeing with you. Yes. I just had to physically stop myself because I, I was just, yes. If it was something like that, I would be more interested in this angle. I agree. But the fact that it's Jericho and Hager playing MMA is lame. Right. Now, we'll go to the next show. I will say this. This is just I'm throwing it out there. Everybody goes, well, who's going to be the first guy to go to the E? Right, because everybody's gone the other direction. Mm-hmm. If I was the E, and Hobbs didn't want to come, I'd go after Page. Yes, because he's the one guy out of all this that felt like, hey, he's on the cusp of something. He comes in here, and now he's kind of floundering with, you know what I mean? He'd be the guy I'd go after because he feels like he could be a solo star, but he's always in tag stuff and whatever. That's neither here nor there. It's just me. I fantasy book every aspect of everything, which is silly because nobody has that much time, right? Rampage Punk start off Garcia. I thought it was match of the week. I agree. I I, I think it was match of the week. May have been match of the week everywhere. It was really, really good. I can't think of anything. I mean, the the tag match of the start of Dynamite was really exciting. Um, Right. But that was that was probably I'd say it was. The they best. also had a couple. It, it was good. It was a great match. But there were also a couple of times where like, oh wow, that didn't really go right, you know, in the tag match. There was nothing like that here. It was fluid. Punk and Garcia were fluid, and Garcia to there were me. A lot of little moments that really stuck out. Dude, Punk, uh, being this fan favorite and him thinking he has the win and laying there oddly on the on his back, not really covering with his hand in the air, totally non-punkish. Almost in a, in a weird way, disrespecting the kind of wrestler he is anyway. Yes. And that not being the final pin was a nice little detail he threw in the middle of it. He's so good at, cause that's not who he is. And then he winds up winning by getting him, he, veteran pro wrestler beats the grappler with a grappling hold at the end. Yes. So well done. And he had to be gutsy. His, you know, the fact he sold the knee all the time. I, I fast, I, I rewound. And watched over and over again Garcia doing moves to Punk's legs because I wanted yeah. to see because they looked like they hurt and every time they were not done in a way that even moves the joints oddly. That's, that's the it crazy was part. so it's good. Like where he like slams down, like sit down on his leg. I'm like Jesus, that looks like it tear my hip out of it. And you and when you see it one time through. It, you think, oh my God, what's he, what's he doing to this old guy? But then when you rewind it and watch it again and you realize, oh my God, that was as safe as it could be. Yeah. You know, nothing was wrong. It was really, oh, uh, talent, Garcia. At 23, he's already that freaking good. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I felt like Jericho and Taz were kind of on their game tonight. Yeah. I I really enjoyed them. They were putting each other over. You know what I mean? They were, yeah, they, they, they absolutely tag team on jokes and stuff. It was great. Uh, at some point, Taz, Jericho calls Matt Lee of 2.0. He calls him square head. Mm -hmm. And everyone laughs for a second because that's a ridiculous thing to say. Jericho goes, what? He's got a square head. And, uh, Taz goes, he's like, yeah, it's like a box. He just did, just deadpan. Yeah, it's like a box. When they said, when they said that Garcia trained at the, uh, Grapplers Anonymous. He's like, you know who trains at Grapplers Anonymous? They don't know because they're anonymous. That was like, so good. Oh, oh Jericho. Anyway, moving on, we wind up with the Acclaim versus Lucha Brothers. Again, I felt like this was a great matchup. Fun match. I, I, the way you feel about uh, Lambert uh-huh. is how I feel about... Um, the Acclaimed? Not both of them. I like Bowen. That other guy. Caster, yeah. But by the <laughs> same token, good, he had a very good wrestling performance yes, here. You know what I mean? And I thought that they matched up very well with the Lucha Bros. It went very well. Did you not like the Arn Anderson line? I'm bringing the heat, packing the heat like I'm Arn Anderson. Was it, good that didn't really, that didn't do nothing for me. Didn't do nothing? No. I don't know, I, he always makes rest, uh, like sports references that I have no idea. Like, who's Ben Simmons? I have no clue. Oh, well... Uh, Ben Simmons is a Philadelphia 76er who the town wants to get rid of. Oh, okay. And so that, and he's had issues with him and all that. He was a high draft pick. Nothing frustrates fans more than spending a high draft pick on somebody and that guy sitting there taking up millions of dollars and not being quite what he should have been or whatever. But again, everything's situation oriented, whether it's wrestling or pro sports. We'll see what happens when, when, uh, Simmons winds up somewhere else. Moving along, we get. All right, so after the Luchas retain their titles, we have Jake Cargill in a squash match with Sky Blue. Thunder Rosa comes out to prevent further attack. It was kind of odd, and I had not seen Jade attack somebody post-match. Yeah. It doesn't really feel like her yeah. at all, so it was kind of odd, but they wanted to get Thunder Rosa on TV. Oh, wait, wait, Thunder, Thunder Rosa had had been attacked with a chair by her, too. Yeah. So, so Cargill's character is starting to go that way, which is strange to me because she doesn't need that. Yeah, I thought she was just fine being, you know. Being Goldberg. Yeah, just winning. Right, you just keep training her, and she's a little green, so the short matches make sense. You know, she as soon as somebody makes a mistake with her, she puts them away, and as she learns, she'll get into deeper matches, and then you start putting her in there with Deed. And, Thunder Rosa oh. being a wonderful dude to be in the ring with. Dude, Thunder Rosa's the best wrestler they got. And uh, once you ring the bell. Once you ring the bell. And, yeah. and, and Deed, is, Deed is right there with her. Post that, we get Starks versus Cage is your main event. I love the Mark Henry talking sections back and forth. I like the Punk and Garcia one. I like this one between these two. I do like that Cage has thrown the who better than Cage because he was mentored and trained by Canyon. Yeah. And that was kind of on the dark side of the ring episode. And uh Cage said, you know, I kind of – but relearned how to think about homosexuality and, and people in general and opening up myself to more types of experiences through my relationship with them. And what a, if I recommend that episode, although it is hurtful to watch. And when you see, anytime you hear these tales of people having to repress who they are in ways, you, it, 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 sad, it all, you can't repress. So it comes out in different ways, it comes out in anger or it comes out somewhere else, right? Now, moving on to something that had to do with this particular night, Starks versus Cage, FTW Philly Street Fight. What did you think? 
That was pretty daggum good. I think I think Ricky Starks is just is so freaking good. Yeah. There's there was one thing I think it was on Dynamite when he was hyping it up and Cage comes out. He's getting like pulled out of the ring by Hook and Hobbs mm-hmm. and he's like frantically grasping for the FTW belt. And his eyes are just like big as dinner plates trying to grab onto. His facial expressions are off the chain. He has he's a so good. I know this is weird, but he has a bit of Ric Flair to him. I literally was gonna say the exact same thing where it's like I want to see that dude go out there in a suit and get literally stripped down to his underwear, just getting beat up. Yeah. He'd sell it like that. Yeah, and Flair had that when things go awry, he gets the crazy eye. When thing when something takes something that's his, he gets in panic mode. Yes. He has a little bit of the the better characteristics of Flair and he's oh, yeah. he's, he's got a modern wrestling style, but yes. but that other dope. stuff. And Cage is a monster and we forget that. He is such he a tremendous Right. I saw somebody say something stupid online. I, I don't I guess I'm glad I don't remember who it was, so I'd be afraid I'd say. But they said something on Twitter last night about how, well, if Cage was any taller, he'd be like, I'm like, he'd be what? I mean, does he need to be 6'2 to be any more freaking? Like, first of all, he don't look short. Second of all, how much taller does he need to be to be a physical presence? Because that dude is a monster. Good Lord. <laughs> that dude's as wide as a barn. I, I, dude, I like Cage. It's just, for whatever reason, he's never, it's the promos. When he does amazing things, Look, it's it's kind of hard to book a guy that seems unbeatable. It is. I know that it's sounds tough. dumb, right? But when you like Braun Strowman is a complicated thing. The book, the Big Show was a complicated thing. Um, Jade Cargill will be complicated as as she begins to beat people because if she's using chairs, how does she lose? You yeah. know, you know what yeah. I, you know what I, I mean? Like, like, how does that work? Right, honestly. right. Because that's that's one thing I. It's always weird to me when a really large person is the leader of a faction. Because why does he need a faction? Yeah, he's big. Right, <laughs> he is a faction. He's big. Cage is his own faction. He's humongous. Right. You don't need Hook and Hobbs right. running in for him. Completely. He's the size of both of those dudes combined. Mm-hmm. Hobbs ain't small. Hobbs is huge. Right. Completely understandable when a smaller guy wants a heater. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. But unless it's just to do like what they do over there on SmackDown where it's just to do my dirty work for me, that's one thing. But to require like, I don't know. I just, Help. Yeah, it doesn't track. It's just complicated. It makes it harder than to tell the simple story of big guy, little guy, little guy might need help. That's Optically, it makes sense, right? If a big guy needs help, I don't know what you're doing wrong. Man. Right. Hey, great, great week. Great week. You just knocked it out in two hours, but. Yeah. <laughs> That's great I've though. Busy. I've been busy. No, but that's great. It also it, it it's really fluid it watching. Yeah. It, it's really fluid watching it in three hour set back oh, to back, yeah. back to back. Like yeah, I like it. I like it. I don't gotta wait. They're like, man, with this match on rampage, I'm gonna kick your ass, and I'm like, I right, twenty minutes. I've that's al- it. That's all I gotta wait. I've always argued that watching wrestling and being able to fast forward over the commercials infinitely better. Yeah, or the walking to the aisle that kind of walk, walking. I- I do. I just I skip over all that. If it's like a post match, I know that there's going to be him hyping up the crowd for two minutes straight. I'm going to fast forward. It's right, 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 right. Okay, so for me, KP, this is my man Jared. It's been a Go Home Eat production. Check out our friends at the Gin Project, the G I N N Project dot com. Check out our friends at the Daily Smart, your one stop shop for pro wrestling and go home. <laughs> <laughs>